Hello and welcome to another episode of the Public Affairs in Practice podcast. In this episode, I want to look at whether the Labour Party can really become a party of government, and if so, what that means for public affairs. Keir Starmer continues to face challenges as the leader of the Labour Party. There is no doubting the improvement that he has already made to their electability, but further change is promised. So is Labour likely to form the next government? And if so, how should public affairs be preparing? Writing in the Sunday Mirror a few months back, Starmer made his position clear. Labour, he said, must go from party of protest into power, then hand power to working people. So that is going to be one of the main themes of Labour in opposition looking to move into government. Now, many have suggested that now is a time when Labour should be making significant inroads into the public and the opinion polls should be decisively turning in their favour. And there has been a consistent lead in recent months. With the Conservative Party in the process of continuing to sort of rebuild post the Liz Truss era, uh, that cost of living crisis continues to gain momentum. So therefore, it's only natural, in political terms, that Labour should be moving ahead. However, the reaction of Starmer to, for instance, the sacking of Sam Tarry from his transport brief uh, shows that internal challenges remain. There's also a number of prominent external critics of Starmer and his leadership as well. What Labour now needs is a clear programme for government, and that is where proactive public affairs programme can really step in and help. But what does that engagement need to consider? Firstly, ideas, helping the party to appear credible, but also differentiating it from others. Now, some argue that the party needs a big idea, and if such an idea does start to emerge, then the engagement needs to reflect that as well. Then there's delivery. The party needs ideas that can be implemented quickly to show that it's made changes quickly on entering government. Internally, we always need to think ahead and try to avoid unnecessary internal battles within the party itself. As the Tarry issue illustrates, tensions remain. Ideas need to challenge the government, dealing with the issues that the current government are seen to be weak on, and that feature has been a main aspect of Labour's campaigning, so the cost of living crisis would be an example of that. Network development. Many organisations are simply too transactional when it comes to dealing with Labour and opposition parties. They often only talk to them when it looks like the party may enter government. And parties do have memories, so if you feel that you fall into this category, then be prepared for pushback and be prepared to explain yourselves. Business. The party wants to engage with business and is actively reaching out. Now, that's not always the case in the recent past, despite what was said in public. And there is no excuse for not grasping such opportunities. We need to help avoid confusion. Some members of the Shadow Cabinet have said contradictory things, such as on national ownership. And that could be said to be a weakness of their media lines or of the discipline being exerted by the leader's office. However, good public affairs engagement will help the party to avoid such confusion. And we need to reflect the party's concerns. An opposition's concerns are not always too different from those of a government. There will often be a different level of priority, certainly, or emphasis given. But if you want your arguments or your ideas to resonate, then you need to understand your intended audience. And it's always worth stressing that engaging with any opposition party is not about playing party politics or being overtly critical of the current incumbents. It's a reflection that all organisations need networks across politics and are taking the necessary opportunity to minimise potential risk and maximise potential influence. The other opposition parties too need to be engaged. Don't forget that whilst the SNP may be in opposition in Westminster, they're in government in Scotland. But the same principle is true for Labour as well. They're in power in Wales and across mayoralties and local government. There are a number of reasons why engagement with Labour should be taken seriously, but always consider their requirements 
and pressures, not just those on yourself or your own organisation.